The Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, Episode 7, entitled Your Core Brand Message, Part 2. Thanks for listening to the Brand Ed Podcast the show that helps you build a life-giving personal brand and business. I believe the chaos and confusion around branding, marketing, and business strategy leads to burnt-out leaders, underperforming businesses, and life-draining brands. The best way forward is to connect your branding, marketing, and business strategy together so you can become a better leader, build a stronger business, and bless the customers you serve. If you haven't already, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get great podcasts. I originally recorded this as one single episode, but I thought it would be better to break it into two so that we had a little more time to dive into this very important aspect of your core brand message. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Now, by the time we wrap up today's episode, you're going to be able to answer these final two questions. What are the ingredients of your core message? And how does having a core message actually benefit you? How does it help you run and market and grow your personal brand and business? Now, in part one of this episode... I said you'd be able to answer these three questions. What is your core message? Like, what does that even mean? And what are some differences between your core message and other things that you may have heard of, like a brand statement or a positioning statement or an elevator pitch? And the last thing we talked about on the previous episode, we looked at what are the challenges and minefields when it comes to you defining your core message. So that's actually where we're going to start today's part two episode. We've just finished talking about the challenges and the minefields defining your core message, and now we're going to jump in to what are the ingredients of your core message, what makes up your core message. Thanks again for joining me, and let's dive in. So, what are those ingredients? We're going to keep this very simple. There's really kind of three ingredients that are going to go into that core message for your personal brand or your business. Ingredient number one is you need some brand flavors in there. A little mix of unique positioning for your personal brand and belief statements. So we believe every person has a th- that kind of a, a deal. You, your core message will likely include a little bit of that brand in there. Maybe not the whole, you wouldn't bite off the whole thing and stick it in there. But it's got some brand flavors in there. That's one of the ingredients in a core message. A second ingredient in your core message is some marketing flavors. And you can already see this is, again, why we're going to talk about in the next episode, what's the difference between marketing and branding? So it needs some marketing flavors in that core message. That's where you speak more directly to your customer, more directly to his or her problem or possibility. Right. It's it's very easy to understand. It's about the customer to the customer. They can get their hands around it. it. Makes sense to them. So it's got some brand flavor. 
It's got some marketing flavor, and then it's got some customer, what I call customer transformation profile flavors. So it's got some information about what kind of customer you serve, who who they are, so they know if they're a fit for you. So that core message should help your customer, your ideal customer, know that they are a fit for you and you are a fit for them. It should include some kind of marketing, tangible, tactile, here's the results I get, the benefits I get. It should have a little bit of that in there, and it should have some of your brand flavor in there. What What is unique about your personal brand, how you do what you do, kind of the core beliefs under what you do and why you do it the way you do it. So your core message has those pieces in there, and that's why it's super helpful, but you could also see that's why it can be Honestly, it can be a little challenging to to craft that and create that, which brings us to, well, if you had one, what would you do with that? If you took the time, put in the, the sweat equity and came up with a core message, what would you do with it? How would you use it and, and would it actually benefit you? There's no reason to do it if it's just hard work. Or I told you you needed to do it and you didn't get any benefit from it. So don't just do it to do it. So what would you do with it? How would you use it? How would it actually benefit you? Well, one, you would take that core message and for sure you would use it either as or as part of your elevator pitch. Or it would be that your core message is what you would develop maybe two or three or four elevator pitches out of that. So that's one thing you would do with it. The second thing you would do is you you would finally have an answer to the question, so what do you do? Anytime you're out meeting folks, if you're at a conference, wherever you are, and you get that dreaded question, hey, nice to meet you, what do you do? You That's where your core message goes. That's where you can share that core message. Another area that you would use this all of the time. If you have a solid, good core message, you've done the hard work, you've defined that, here's what I help my clients do. You're going to then start to break off pieces of it. So think of that as that middle pillar of the bridge, right? You're going to start breaking off small pieces of that. And that's what you actually use in your marketing. That's what you actually use when you when it comes time to start thinking about how you're going to market your personal brand, a particular product, a service, a new offering, something you're you're about to launch. So here is a major benefit. You get your core message defined, and then you break off a piece of that for all of your marketing. Here's what that means. All of your marketing, when, when you're staring or thinking about any sort of marketing or marketing campaign, that core message means you're already starting with a script in hand. Instead of the dreaded blank screen with the flashing cursor just sitting there mocking you like, well, what are you going to say on this Facebook post, on this email launch, on this sales page, whatever the marketing is like, what are you going to say? That core message means you at least start with a script. You start with a foundation. You're, you've got the if, if this was making bread, you've got the dough that that starts the the bread the yeast is ready to go okay so that's a major major benefit and again over time the more defined that core message is the more you start to break off pieces of that and use in your marketing 
that's again, it's like a muscle that you start to use and you can start to do that faster. You do that more naturally. You do that more efficiently. And over time, marketing becomes easier and easier because, again, you're not starting blank every time. And then because it's part four of our radical empathy brand framework, the core message piece, it is not part one. That was your customer. It is not part two, your business. It's not even part three, marketing. Because it's part four, here's what that means. Not only do you break off pieces of that and use that for your marketing, but we'll dive into this a little bit next time. Here's another preview. You're going to actually craft your brand around the core message. So let me get your attention here. This is I think uber important and missed time and time and time again. It is a major point for me. I think it should be major for you. Here's the reality. What I just threw out there is that I said you needed a core message and then I said it you would craft your brand around it. Here's what that means. Your brand should carry your core message, not the other way around. I'm going to say that again. Your brand should carry your core message, not the other way around. So if you're still going, wait, what What did you just say? Think back to our the, the drawing of our radical empathy brand framework. We had a cliff on the left-hand side. That's where your customer is. We, we labeled your customer there. Now, as your customer looks out over the landscape of the radical empathy brand framework, and he or she's looking at that bridge, they will, in general, they will experience that. They will experience your business or your personal brand in the order of those columns that support that bridge. Your marketing, remember we said that is where you initiate. That is where you extend the handshake. It's where you go to increase awareness. It's you putting the bullhorn up to your mouth and hollering at them from the other side of the cliff. Hey, I think I can help you. So your customer, they experience oftentimes marketing first. That's where they come across you. And then they would listen and kind of hear your core message. And then they would, all of that would be experiencing your brand. That's the way your customer experiences it. I just threw out there the bombshell that the way your customer experiences your personal brand or your business is completely different than the way you should develop your personal brand or business. The way they experience it, marketing first, is different than the way you develop it. Because I just said, I firmly believe your message should shape your brand. The other, the flip side of that coin, that means your brand should embody your message. We'll talk about that more in the next episode. I'm not going to get into all those details here. That is honestly radically different from the way I see most people think or develop their brand. Your brand should embody your message. That's why we put the message in this middle pillar. That's why it's part four of the framework. So for you, the way your customer may experience you is different than the way you're going to create and develop this. 
Your core message is super helpful for you, for your marketing, for your branding. It is a game changer for growing your personal brand or business. So don't make the mistake of ignoring it. Remember at the top of this episode, I said, as we walked through that framework, I said part four, what we dove into today, it might be the most ignored part of the entire framework. We just don't take the time to stop and think about it because initially it might feel like to us, well, that's like, when am I actually ever going to actually go use that? I wouldn't actually use it. So we, we don't waste our time with it. That leaves you scrambling in your marketing and it leaves you with a much weaker brand. I hope you enjoyed part two of your core message as much as I did. Defining your core message, it really is a game changer for growing your personal brand and business. So please don't make the mistake of ignoring it or putting it off until later because it is challenging to to articulate that. I promise you it will pay off both in your marketing and in your branding. Now, altogether, I said between these two episodes, you're going to be able to answer these questions. What is your core message and what does that mean? And really, it's a summary of what you'd say to your ideal customer if you just had a minute of their time. The second thing I said you'd be able to answer is, where are the challenges and the minefields when it comes to you defining your core message? If it's too broad or if it's too soapboxy or if it's missing some key ingredients, then those can be some challenges. That's where some people tend to miss the mark. And then the third question I said you'd be able to answer are is what are some differences between your core message and other things like your brand positioning statement or maybe an elevator pitch? And we said they can be close, maybe even to an elevator pitch, and sometimes they may be identical. But really, it favors being kind of customer-centric, right? It's really aimed at making sense to your customer more than capturing all of your own internal needs or checking off all of your internal boxes. You want to make sure that that core message makes absolute sense to your customer. And then in part two, today's episode, we looked at the last two questions. What are the ingredients of your core message? We said it does include a little bit of your brand, it includes some of your marketing, and it certainly identifies your customer, right? It keeps your customer there. And then the last question we said you'd be able to answer by the end of these two parts is how does having a core message benefit you? How does it actually help you? And we said it is your script for marketing and branding. So maybe we'll get a little meta here, a metaphor within a metaphor, right? It's the bridge. Your core message really is your own internal bridge between your marketing and your branding. Having that core message, you can use that to save time when it comes to marketing because now you know essentially what you want to say in all of your marketing. And the same thing will be true as we look next time at your brand. It's going to save you time. It's going to help you feel less overwhelmed and help you feel more empowered and decisive when it comes to your marketing and developing and growing your brand. So I hope you'll join me on that next episode because we're going to unpack the mystery of your brand and how your brand actually fits and really can be an untapped cash cow for many businesses and personal brands. Okay, so I hope you'll join me there. 
Again, I just want to thank you for listening. I know there's lots of other things you could be doing with your time. So thanks for joining me. I'd love to connect with you. I'm on most of the normal social channels. You can find me on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or email. You can email me at Robbie at RobbieF.com. That's R-O-B-B-Y at R-O-B-B-Y-F as in Fowler.com. I'd love for you also to leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, that is a great way to help others get the benefit and hear and kind of get the word out about this podcast. So I'd love your help. If you, if you would be so willing, you can just hop on iTunes and leave a review as always check the show notes. I've got a free resource in there for you. It's called top 20 website resources for 2020. And those are the resources I use every single day when I'm messing with my own website, when I'm building or consulting with clients on their website. And so go check that out. It's free. You'll find that also at RobbieF.com, R-O-B-B-Y-F.com. So I'd love for you to get that. And then anything else I mentioned in the show, make sure you check that out. I'll probably include some things from the previous uh, episode, including the link to This American Life that I talked about in part one. Also, don't forget... I always put in there the link to my recommended resources page. It's a page on my site that really has a laundry list of resources that can help you from books to uh, applications or productivity stuff that I use, uh, website hosting. You'll find all of that on my recommended resources page, and I always keep that up to date. So again, just go to RobbieF.com, and you can go up there and find my recommended resources under the About tab. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And until we meet on the next episode, go and build a life-giving brand.